Nick's watching Stargate. They made a podcast that's on iTunes that you should rate. Nick's is a super fan. Grace is pretty new. Kaylee the Thorgy will help them make it through. Bartender Nick is here to make them drinks. As they reference random pop culture things. Crying out loud, they'll put a smile on your face. There's no place like Tara with Nick's and Grace. Welcome to uh, There's No Place Like Terra, a Stargate First Watch Rewatch podcast. I'm Nixie. And I'm Grace. And today we're going over Season 3, Episode 12, Jolinar's Memories. Um, okay, so I went <laughs> really terrible with my AKA, okay? It's the worst thing ever. So at some point, uh, Jack makes a lot of jokes with hell. Yes, he and does. And so they're hell puns, yeah. but they're helpings because they're helpings. Okay, stop me. No, now. no, <laughs> no, no. They're helpings, get no, it? They're no. helpings. No. Listen, listen, listen. If you make a hell pun that Castiel on Supernatural won't even make, it's a fail. <laughs> I loved it, and I knew I would get this. I wish you guys could see Nixie's face right you now. You know what? If we're gonna go with hell puns and we're gonna show my AKAs, welcome to Hell Camp, Hotel California. <laughs> Yes. <laughs> okay. Welcome to Hotel California. <laughs> That's what we're doing. I love it. Right. So this episode <laughs> aired on October 22nd, 1999. It was written by Sonny Wehrman and Daniel Stashauer. Stashauer. Uh, it's their only Stargate episode, so oh. I don't have to try to pronounce that right. name again. Um, well, I like that. I like yeah. that it's their only one. because It's their it's only like, one, and it's part one. It's from, like, the voice of Jolinar. Yeah. So it's like, you never hear from her again? The nope. <laughs> and it's directed by Peter DeLuise, although I didn't catch a DeLuise cameo in this one, but he still directed it, and I'm sure There's he's probably there some moan in the background. Yeah, probably. <laughs> He's some call in some the back. Poor unfortunate Half of soul. the screams in hell are Peter Delavis. I'm just gonna say that. Oh, what if that was reality? <laughs> Whoa. Okay. I swear, guys, I'm not even drunk yet. She, she's <laughs> drinking water. I mean, maybe it's vodka, but it's totally vodka. Yep. So um, we get all of the guest stars. Yeah. No kidding. Um, Carmen. Carmen's back. Yay! Jacob Selmak. <laughs> Yay! Uh, and we get J.R. Bourne as Martouf. Uh, and then, of course, at the very end, because his name was not in the beginning of the episode, they only kept his name right. for the end because they didn't want their own surprise of a puffus. Peter Williams. Yikes. Yeah, you were, your Yikes. mind was blown. I'm still, it's a little bit still blown. Like, that's not even who you thought that, that, that was like the last person no, you thought no, that, that was going to no, be. No, I had no idea. And it's funny because I did my rewatch and somehow forgot. Well, it's, it's funny because. And I was because, like, no. <laughs> because I feel like his voice almost seems obvious, but then I realized yeah. that his voice isn't unless you if you're actually not looking remember for it. Yeah. yeah, if you're not looking for it, because it's not. Because you basically assume he's dead. Yeah, no, it was it was the <laughs> dumbest thing. So I'm doing my rewatch. I was actually, did that this morning. And I was sitting here going, oh, wait, this episode ends on a cliffhanger. <laughs> oh, wait, this episode ends on that cliffhanger. And then I got mad all over again. 
again. <laughs> but yeah, holy moly. Like, I almost wish we had done this as like a dual I know, episode. Because I'm know. like, I need to see what, what happens. You know what? When we first aired, people had to wait a week. That's fair. So you have to wait a week. That's completely so fair. So do you guys, or you, you, really in reality, you guys don't have to actually wait a week Just if you realize yeah. it was a two-parter and then held if it you're for listening a week to and this, listen together. Don't listen to this, except listen to this. <laughs> wait a week to listen to this. <laughs> or not. Um... <laughs> So then we have two other, so there's a ton of guest stars in this one, but two more I wanted to point out that I thought was cool. Dion Johnstone plays Neonak. He mm. was Captain Nelson in Rules of Engagement a few weeks ago. Oh, I don't know that. And I what I that. found interesting is that, is that it wasn't actually Peter Williams playing Neonak for most of the episode. And so I, you know. Okay. But he's oh. listed as playing Neonak. So that's Whoa. what I thought okay, was, okay, okay. That's was interesting. Okay. Yeah. So maybe it was just Peter Williams that can only get him for the second half of the two-parter. Gotcha. And they're gotcha. like, well, he's going to be in a mask anyway. Because he's our Apophis. Yeah. Okay, yeah, got yeah, it. That's so Apophis. for the first part, was played by the kid from Rules of Engagement. And just voiced by So kind of like a stand-in, like yeah. a little Apophis stand-in. Yeah, a little Apophis stand-in. <laughs> yeah, well, that makes sense. You know, most real-life bad guys have a stand-in. Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Speaking of stand-ins, <laughs> can I just say my favorite random guest star of this episode was Peter H. Ken, who plays uh, Kintak, like the huge... He was like uh, Apophis's right hand man, like okay. Apophis's. If you could have a first prime, okay, uh, like big, just huge guy. Gotcha. There's a reason he's big and huge. He's actually Arnold Schwarzenegger's stunt double in all what? of the early Schwarzenegger films. That's awesome. Basically everything from Terminator all the way to Jingle All the Way. So my favorite thing about all that is that he's probably this huge giant guy, so yeah. that the stunts look great. Yeah. From what I know, and I don't know this firsthand, I know this secondhand. Arnold Schwarzenegger is a short man. Yeah. I He's don't know if I... So, because I'm from California, and because I've worked in the news industry, one of our reporters got to interview the governor. Yes, the governor. <laughs> the governor, as we call them. The governor. <laughs> and she's like, he's very short. Yeah, it surprised me. Yeah. It didn't but surprise anyway, me. That's my little bit of trivia. Yeah, that was fun. So, we start the episode on the gate spinning, uh, and clearly this is an incoming wormhole and not an outgoing since they closed the iris. Uh, they get the Toker's GDO, Sam Hope, it's dad. Um, but in reality, it's Martuf and two people we never know. We just know names. Right. Entourage. Um, but it's bad news. They're, um, like, discuss elsewhere bad news. Um, and, and Sam is smart, though. And she's like, it's my dad, isn't it? Yeah. Uh, and it's Sokar. And as far as the Tok'ra know, he's still alive. Right. But he's been sent to hell. That's very optimistic Literally. of them. Yeah. That's very well. We don't know he's dead. So we're going to so assume he's, he's not alive. Dead. Yeah. <laughs> and credits. <laughs> um, hell in this case is uh, Natu. It's a moon in orbit over Sokar's planet. Uh, and after captured Selmak and Jacob would have been brutally tortured... Sokar would rather see his victims suffer than die, and Martuf, like, has taken her hand while tells Sam all this. Okay. Is, you know, a comforting gesture while telling her that her father's been Hey, listen, I'm gonna pretend to be super compassionate and caring, but really there's a lot of things I need from you right now. (laughs) Yeah, I know. (laughs) So, let me just pretend to be Because no one has escaped Naitu before, um, except Jolinar. And that's totally not why I'm here. I'm totally just trying to be, like, I'm totally here because to tell your father and it's but 
Totally not at all, except exactly. Conveniently, Jolinar, <laughs> we kind of need her But, info. yeah, so if you could do that real quick, that's what you It's like when you're, when you, you know, when you message someone for a favor. Yeah. That you haven't talked you to in a yeah, long time. Yeah, you don't time. jump right into the favor. You're like, hey, how's it going? How's, uh, how's life and the kids? And so, can you do this thing for me? Yeah. <laughs> can I get this information? Totally not obvious you? all the time ever. Um. <laughs> So we get to the briefing room scene of the episode, and Daniel's being Daniel, explaining that uh, Neitu is a world from Amtot, which is how, which is basically a how-to guide through the ancient Egyptian underworld religions or right. regions, many of which described as dark places with pits of fire, hellish monsters, and the damned. Yeah. Well, okay. <laughs> so, Florida. so a real um, nice, bright, cherry place. Yeah. So, from what I have found, Tuat was another name for Duat. I think just translation things. Okay. Um, and Duat's the realm of the dead that oh. we have talked about before. Um, and I couldn't find anything on Natu, but I did find a Naderkert. 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 Sure. And I also found an Amduat, which translates to Book of What is in the Underworld. Oh. Um, it was found it, it was found in the different versions were found in Pharaoh's tombs, because unlike other things like the Book of the Dead, the Amduat is only for pharaohs. Okay. Like, and later on, like, super high-ranking nobility. But so like, the Book of the Dead was, like, if you could afford it, you could get one. Yes. Now, but the, the other book, the this Book of one, What is in the Underworld, is the one where you had to be a pharaoh? You had to be a pharaoh because it. it's not just, it, it covers different things. This one specifically tells a story of Ra traveling through the underworld, and the pharaoh is meant to take that same journey because it eventually gotcha. becomes one with Ra and lives forever. So it's like, it's classified information, It's classified information, yeah. It's like, hey, no. Not everybody gets the launch codes. Yes. Only these exactly. used to, like, people get the launch codes. It's Got been it. a 12 hours, uh, kind of like the second book of Hunger Games. Um, and each hour <laughs> each hour of the night has different people for them to encounter. Oh, got it. Okay. And um, the Amduat is basically the cheat sheet. Oh, cool. It's the up, down, up, down, left, right. <laughs> it's the Konami code? Yeah, it's the Konami code of the, the underworld. Konami code of the underworld. Yep. I don't know when I'm going to use that again, but I'm going to use that again. But, well, that's it's not a band name, but that's a song, definitely. Oh, yeah, the sure. Konami code. Or yeah. it's a line. It's like yeah. a really good line in the song. It's like part of the bridge. And it's like in a romantic song, like you're the oh. Konami code of my underworld. Oh, yes. <laughs> Swoon. <laughs> you are the as I toss back my evil hair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, in hour four, he reaches the sandy realm of Sokar in the Amduat. So. Okay. Um, and back in the briefing room, Sokar has basically like built his own legends of the place. Like it was a combination of he took legends to build it and then built his own legends on top of it. Um, of, of Neitu. And Martouf says that Jolinar never said how she actually got out, and apparently it was a very difficult escape with, um, like, in a long, painful escape, because she refused to ever speak of it. Right. So, Sam explains that she only gets flashes of memories and sometimes some dreams, but nothing like Neitu. And Martouf offers some Tok'ra memory aids if she's willing. Yeah. And I want them to be... Yeah, we've uh, we've been there and done that. Those aren't yeah, those aren't really pleasant. It's not really my favorite way <laughs> of remembering not, things. It's not really my thing. Yeah, um, it's kind of like listen. I've tried shrooms before and I had a really bad trip. <laughs> I'm not really gonna do that again. Basically, <laughs> um, and Jack. Jack's like, look, if we're going in and want a few more units, we want some backup. 
uh, and Martuf's like, you know, we can't really do a full military incursion on right. this. Jack's like, we do covert. <laughs> yeah. I feel like Jack should be good at covert, but doesn't enjoy it. We know he's good at covert. <laughs> I feel like Jack likes being like, ta-da, it's me. <laughs> I've ruined your defenses. Shit, I was he's supposed to be covert. He's basically covert until the job's done. He goes, see that? I did that. Yeah. Sucks to be like, you. He's not really good at keeping secrets. <laughs> but like, because he just enjoys it. He enjoys being like, so now we do the thing, and it was supposed to be a surprise, but I just told you because I'm awesome. Well, yeah, he tells you after the fact. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He tells you after the fact. Um, so Martuf explains <laughs> that, well, Selmak is important. There's a larger picture here. Sure. And this is, you know, this is bad news. Like, the Toker believe that Sokar is about to launch a massive attack against the System Lords. As Tilk points out, like, the fact that the System Lords are all fractured and fight right. each other make them a lot easier to manage than if they were just united under a powerful gold, especially if that gold is Sokar. Right. Like, right. Especially because as yeah, Daniel points, gets, yeah, it gets hard at first to understand like why is this bad? And it's like, well, because you don't want them all gaining together. Also, as Daniel points out, it's it's under a gold that of all the gods he chose to impersonate, he chose the devil. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. It's not like Aries where there's a bit more like you know, it's a little bit more complicated. Yeah, no, gray it's just area. The devil. Yeah, who's the worst? <laughs> that one. That one. I want to be that I'm one. That one. I'm done. <laughs> <laughs> um, and Martuf says they need to find Selmak since he gathered a bunch of information on the attack. And without sounding over dramatic here, the fate of the galaxy may be at stake. Yeah, Don't bit. sound dramatic. Just a little bit. I guess Selmak was like undercover ops. Yeah, I guess it, that makes sense. Yeah. And then. I, I, or just shit got went caught. badly. Yeah. Um, so let's go. Hell right. Jack figures he'll end up there sooner or later. Might as well check out the neighborhood. Yeah. <laughs> and everyone looks around as you would this is if the you decided first, to go to hell. The first of many of Jack's hell puns, <laughs> oh, if I, thought, I may. <laughs> I thought there was, no, there's one earlier, because I thought there's one and he is like, all hell or oh, something yeah. like this. You're right, you're right. It's maybe the second of Jack's <laughs> hell puns. <laughs> no. No. Um, so if you don't remember, we saw Sokar, kind of saw Sokar the last time in Serpent Song, the one where Apophis died. Right. I'm putting quotation marks around that, that you can't see because this is an audio podcast. That's how it works. <laughs> um, he used to, and if you remember, he used to rule over all of the Gould until the System Lords, you know, decided to revolt and rise up, rise up, sorry, and <laughs> took him down. That's the Nixie Hamilton mixtape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that Hamilton mixtape's going to be so good. Fun times. <laughs> I've listened to the the one the uh, one track that's released with Buster Rhymes on it Guys, more times. Guys, we could probably do an entire tangent cast on Hamilton. I don't know why we haven't done a tangent cast on Hamilton. We could probably do a whole other series the, of podcasts. The entire tangent cast and, is and just even, us reciting word for word Hamilton. And it's not even Hamilton. on Hamilton, it's just on Nixie's love of Hamilton. <laughs> of Hamilton <laughs> An entire podcast Lynn. where she goes, how do I love thee? <laughs> Let me count the ways. <laughs> and then I just... We love you, Lynn Manmaranda. <laughs> and then I just sing you Hamilton from start to finish. Yeah. <laughs> In all the parts. <laughs> Every part. Every part. And we dress um, up Kaylee. Yes, let's yes, do Yes, let's dress up Kaylee. <laughs> you want to be Hamilton or do you want to be Lafayette? I think she's more of an Amber type, i got to be honest. She is Amber, <laughs> yeah, that's true. <laughs> um, 
And anyway, so we see in this episode so <laughs> Oh, that's right, an episode that we're talking about. <laughs> I swear to God, guys, there's not even any alcohol I today. Know. No, it's ginger ale and water. <sighs> so, anyways, we we this episode we see Sokar really starting to gain some power back and attempt to basically rule again. He's like he's done his research, and hell seems pretty accurate <laughs> once oh, we yeah. get there. Yeah. So they dial up the gate, and Jack puts on his battle hat, so we know he means business. Right. And um, they'll head to Vorash, and then they'll take a Teltec ship to Natu, since you can't travel there by gate, conveniently, only by ship. Hmm. Uh, and Jack wants to remind him that he hates surprises. Right. So if any surprises on here on this road trip, he doesn't yeah, like those. I'm not a fan of these. Space trip. That makes sense, because he likes trip. to spoil them. He does. <laughs> the road space trip? Space road trip? Space road trip? They're not a road, because where true. they're going, they don't need roads. Space. Air. Space. <laughs> no, no air got space. it. I got nothing. No. I got nothing. Anyways, and after, <laughs> <laughs> he's like in a long, they have a long journey, and they get all the details there, which yeah, leaves no. plenty of room for surprises. How about no? And um, and he's like, look, they're going to bring Jacob back, and Sam has this fake reassuring smile to have it as they leave. <laughs> yeah. Not a real smile. <laughs> it's like the help me. <laughs> She's like, sure, sure we are. I believe you. So once on the ship, Martouf explains that it's the same ship that Jolinar was found. They fixed up the essential systems, but the high drive is still only about 40%. Mm. Daniel checks out the flip top that had the self-destruct system on Aaron <laughs> Boris' ship, and Jack holds up a finger like, no. Don't. Stop. Don't touch things. Don't. If that's the self-destruct on this ship, too, don't touch that. Yeah. How about let's not touch the things that might be self-destruct It was buttons. a lovely little callback. Like, I really liked that. Um, but the ship doesn't have any stealth, thro- stealth, though. Jack figures this must be the base model without any of those upgrades. It's so sad. It was, a, it was a little bit like like they told Martouf that his car was not as cool as he thought Basically. it was. Like, they were like, oh, yeah, you got a cool, like, Camaro, like, 68 Camaro. But yeah. it's like, you, you have an automatic transmission. Yeah. Here. What are you What's, even doing? Why? I don't know anything about cars, guys. No. I know I drive <laughs> I don't know what I just said. <laughs> I know a 68 Camaro is my a thing, attempt. and it's good. I was like, I think the 60s are a good year. I just pulled one out of the air. I just pulled... <laughs> I like uh, that's that. okay. I would have done the 69 Corvette. I uh, see. The only one I actually know is, is like a the Mustang Fastback, and that's because I like Bullet. That's no. it. Yeah. <laughs> All right, we're done. This is big car talk. Car <laughs> talks with the two people least qualified to talk car talk. Um, and for some reason, speaking of kind of cards, Martu for some reason questions that Teal can fly this ship. Yeah. Oh, and and Teal's like. I can with great efficiency, as if he's AKA, just saying, hey, bitch, please. Fuck you. <laughs> the fuck do you think I am? Yeah. Yeah. I think he just went, bitch, please. I can drive this <laughs> ship a hell of a lot better than you can. Yeah. Um, he, and he, all, he says this with, like, the grin of someone who likes to race cars or race horses and hasn't gotten to it in a while. Right, right. Like, he wants to, as soon as he flies his eyes, he's going to do a couple barrel rolls and bank this yeah. and just gun just it. hold on, yeah. guys. Hold on, guys, because fun things are happening. Um, and Jack, uh, Jack reminds Martooth that he doesn't like surprises again after finding out that Teal'c isn't coming with them, and they get to head down to the planet and escape pods. Yeah. There's only four of them, and they're just basically... That part really, like, bummed me out. And, like, I know it makes the most sense that Teal'c is the guy that stays back. Yeah. Because it's like, well, one, he knows how to drive the ship. Two, if the shit hits the fan on the ship, he can get out of it. 
Um, but I want him to be there. And it was like, well, you can't leave Daniel on the ship because what's he going to do? <laughs> He's well, going to hit the self-destroy button. There's also so, yeah. the logical fact of like the people down there, the other, because you, you're assuming there is, there's a ghoul of some kind down there. Sure. And if yeah. they run into Sokar, like they're going to sense Junior. Right. That's so fair. I guess that's another, but then again, Martouf's there and they can sense Martouf. Yeah, yeah. So I guess that entire plot line that I just, just thought kidding. of is bullshit. Just uh, kidding. Yeah. But yeah, the idea that you have to leave Teok behind just bumps yeah. me out. Um, and this is to which Jack says, to hell with us. And sadly, there's no road music that they punch. <laughs> so I feel like this would have been a great time to use Highway to Hell. Yeah. Why? No Highway to Hell. Um, or like, or I just... Again, I don't know why it fits this, because this song kind of is supernatural-ish. <laughs> I just want them to start singing Carry On Away. Well, I was just saying, I'm waiting for Sam and Dean to show up in this hell. Uh, yeah. I mean, we know they've been there. <laughs> a couple times. <laughs> okay, we're yeah. done. Anyway, so while Teal drives, all the kids are in the back, and we <laughs> learn that Sokar conquered an industrial colony on Delmac and made it his home base, terraformed the, ter- not really terraformed, because that would be qualifying it for life, but transformed okay. the moon to fit all the myths of hell. Uh, some evil interior designing went on, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm I'm also reminded of the planet Magrathea from Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy and the custom planet building. Oh, I don't actually know that. Oh, dang it! You okay. need to experience Hitchhikers. I've only experienced it through the movie. Okay, well that is one way. Okay, you need, and even then that was a while back. <laughs> yes, you need to either listen to the audio play, the BBC Ooh. audio play, or the book. What's cool is that they're both different and both equally correct. You had me an audio play. Oh yeah, no, there's an amazing audio play. That's happening, guys. Totally do that. Hitchhiker's Guide audio play. Yeah. on it. Like in the 80s. It's fantastic. Dig it. BBC rules. (laughs) BBC one. BBC two. (laughs) That's all I can think of. (laughs) Um, So Martouf goes to apply the same memory device Hathor used in season finale opener slash opener to Sam. And saying to respect your privacy since it'll be a mix of both Sam and Jodogai's memories, they won't be using displaying the memories holographically, which is nice. Mm-hmm. Although the first memory we see is not Jolinar's. Right. It's her own as a teenager making cookies as her dad comes home. Okay. Her dad's in tears. Can we get into the cookies? Yeah. I'm getting into the cookies. Okay, get into the cookies. So on the first watch, it was just like, oh, sweet, sad memory for Sam of the cookies. But then I realized there's more to these cookies. Yes. These cookies have made now their second appearance. When Daniel suffers a loss, yes. the first thing that Sam does is bring him cookies. Bring him cookies, yes. Now, she didn't make the cookies. No. And we do see in her memory that she made the cookies. I don't know what her dad came home to tell her. I think it's about her mom. Oh, no. This is... This is very much, they don't say this. This is where he came home because she asked where mom is. Right. And, and that's what I'm wondering. He if doesn't that's, say anything. And This is where mom dies. This is where mom dies, yes. So, so I think, so this one, cookies are her comfort. Cookies are her apple fritter. Anybody mm-hmm. who's met me before knows yep. that if I'm eating an apple fritter, I'm not having a good day. Yeah. <laughs> so that's, Sam's, you know, Sam's cookies are her apple fritter. So the yeah. fact that she brings that to Daniel means a lot. That yes. is family. Yeah. There's one part, too. She doesn't bake anymore. No, I don't think she, she I wonder if that's anymore. when she stopped baking. It very well could There's be. There's just so much to these cookies, guys. Yeah. The cookies. The cookies. Maybe that's the AKA of this episode <laughs> for me. It's the Cookies. cookies. 
<laughs> okay. Yeah. Thank you. And we're back. <laughs> and I also tried to read what the note was on the front door and Jacob walked in. And I oh. couldn't get anything clear enough to yeah, read it. Yeah, no, I, I wasn't I really even... wanted to know what that note... Like, is this, like, there before you leave? Like, I'll... If I need... I'm very forgetful. So I'll literally put post-it notes on the front door. Oh, yeah. To remind things when I leave. I wonder if there's, like, notes on that door. Did that remember something? Yeah. Or it's if it's, like, like... hey, Sam, turn off the oven when you're done making yeah. cookies. Because that's all you do all the time. <laughs> yeah. Or, like, like we, we've... we I've always, with with uh, my former roommate and, and with, with bartender Nick and stuff, we used dry erase markers on the bathroom mirrors to, like... Oh, yeah. Either write notes or, like, play games. <laughs> like, hang... I, like I used that. to play with, with a, a good friend of mine. We used to play, like, crossword and, like... Like <laughs> hangman and stuff. That's a good idea. Over the day and days. I'm gonna just start on. leaving cryptic messages like five days. Because <laughs> I'm a jerk. So I wonder if it's something like that, but they just like stick it on the door instead of in the bathroom. <laughs> Five. But then you like (laughs) then you wait two or three days before you put four days. (laughs) It's like that math isn't adding up. What's happening? Whatever is hiding is days. (laughs) Now we're going backwards? What? Four point one three days. Basically just confuse the shit out of boyfriend Jesse. That works. That works. So oh, okay, Sam is understandably disturbed for reliving that memory about five days. Uh, yeah, no kidding. And Martouf tells her to think about the last night together that Jolinar and him had before uh-huh. she was captured by Sokar, which is basically him telling her, "Remember the night we did it on the beach under the two moons? Hey, remember that? Just think about the time we did it. Yeah, remember that? Maybe then we we can recreate it. No, I didn't say that. What? What? Uh, and she also does. another thing. When we first meet Martouf, yes, he tells to us he talks to us about how much Sam reminds him of Joel and R, yes, and how they looked alike, yeah, and we learn now how much that's bullshit. Yes, <laughs> and he was bullshit. just trying to find a way to get into Sam's pants. You just you should have saved what's her face that you had playing Linnea. Yeah. <laughs> like, an episode. Yeah. And had her that play Joel, Joel and yeah. Then it would have made sense, <laughs> exactly. and it would have been like, oh, shit, that does look like Sam. Yeah. They, I Don't mean, they give have, me this bullshit. They have, like, the same color hair, and, this they're, is and like, they're girls. This is like in Gilmore Girls, when they describe Luke's ex, Rachel, <laughs> as an Elle McPherson type. Spoiler alert, guys. She looks no. nothing like Al McPherson. <laughs> okay, we're done. Okay. <laughs> to be fair, I couldn't tell you what Al McPherson looks. Well, I period. know she doesn't look like Rachel. <laughs> okay, we're done. Um, so yeah, so they stayed up all night together, probably <laughs> doing it. You know, they're just watching TV and stuff. Right? Yep, yeah. on the beach. They're yeah. on Netflix and chilling. <laughs> And the background of this scene is just no. By the way, the 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 just the CG color wash of this background. You know what is it no. makes me think of? Uh, this was a big thing in the like I think it was in the late nineties where people would airbrush T shirts. Oh and no, things. it's still shit. That shit goes on still. Okay, but it was always like some landscape, some yeah. like hope, tropical landscape yeah. with silhouettes. And then there's like one tree. Yeah. And just, then there's maybe <laughs> a, a hammock in yes, the corner yes, yeah. with. And the and it was just like a silhouette of two people, and then it was like... Yeah, that's what this is. Amy and Fort Face. I can't think of a good male name. <laughs> <laughs> Jonah and Martu. <laughs> yeah. 
and like this ugly memories on the beach script. <laughs> That's what that shot looks like. They it's just so zoomed bad. in on the t-shirt. It's so bad. Um, so while the others sleep, Sam wakes up and then wakes Martoof up, and yeah. she wants she wants to try the memories again. Um, also, no one's going to relieve. T- I know he doesn't like sleep like normal people, but right. how long has he been driving this goddamn yeah. ship without any break? <laughs> you- this is probably not that difficult. Martuf, you can go relieve him. I know you yeah. fly the goddamn ship. I'm sure Jack is curious now how to figure out how to fly it. Yeah. I'm like sure he's, he's a, wanted to try it for a little I'm bit. I'm yeah. sure Sam's, we know for a fact no. Sam's a fire pilot. Does no. she not want to learn how to drive no, the ship? No, it could be that Teal'c is one of those road trip people that once their hands are on the wheel, they're not giving it up. At off. least someone goes sit in the co-pilot chair with them. That's him. fair. That's fair. Like at the very but everybody knows at least one person who's like, if they get in the driver's seat, they're not giving it someone up. Someone Please go be the River Tam to the Nell Reynolds at the end of Serenity. Yes. Please. I like it. Aww. Anyway, um, I just want Taylor to be up there, like, jamming the music. Yeah. But he's probably not. Um, so Martouf, like, he's like, I know my passage of Jovenar makes you uncomfortable for you. And Sam's like, you think? Yeah. Uh, and and Martouf thinks that Jolinar kept her time on day two a secret from him because she thought it would come between them. And she doesn't want Sam to protect him. And Sam's like, that's really not on my agenda. Right. That's not <laughs> yeah, one of the things I'm, I'm worried about. I'm not yeah. Um, so she remembers some... She's like, remember the time that my dad is in hell? Yeah. I'm That's way more priority. focused on, like, getting my dad back. I know you think everything <laughs> is about you, but it's really not. <laughs> so, so Sam remembers a big, scary, ugly guy torturing the shit out of Jolinar, and Sokar just laughing. Um, and Sam starts screaming cries of pain, which wakes Jack and Daniel up, and Martouf shuts it off. Um, she was, you know, she was... Jill and I was badly tortured, and mm-hmm. conveniently, the memory device has realistic sensory recall, so Martouf turns it on again, but in a much lower setting. Yeah. Why didn't we start at the lower setting? I don't know. Because, I mean, the sensory recall stuff. Like, I, I know that she's got to remember, but does she have to feel it so yeah, intensely? seriously. Jeez. Um, so... She she says, Jill and I was sent down an escape pod, escape pod, and there was a just... Super friendly looking bald man yeah, eyeing totally. her. Like the most friendliest guy ever. Yeah. Uh, and Sam Sam loses the memory at that point. She's worried that she won't be able to do this. And Martu forcibly says that she has to. And with Jack, that Jack would like a word with Marty. Yeah, I love this. I, I love that his name is Marty. By the way, his name's Marty now for the rest <laughs> of time. Uh, he's like, you're pushing a little hard there. Yeah. <laughs> and Marty says that, you know, if she can't remember how Jill and I escaped, he's not going to allow any of them to come down to the planet with him. Because mm-hmm. anyone who goes down there is most likely not going to return. He'll go down and locate Selmak and communicate any information to them in orbit, and they can go take it to the Tok'ra. And Jack's like, well, first, Sam's not going to let you go without her. Right. Second, I'm not going to let Sam go without me. (laughs) And third, Jolinar escaped. Clearly, it can be done again. Yeah. I I love that he's like, not to be boastful, but I'm going to be boastful. Yeah. If it can be done, I'm going to do it. Exactly. (laughs) Meanwhile, Daniel is talking with Sam, and she's like, I get all these fragmented thoughts and feelings, but, you know, there was a ghoul there, less than attractive, and she gets this horrible sick feeling when she remembers him, and something clearly happened between them, worse than torture or pain, and it's something Joel and I never wanted Martouf to find out. There's something really interesting about how she censors the less than attractive part. Yeah, I know. And it's like, 
I feel like this is the one time where it's okay to just say, look, he was an ugly ass motherfucker. Exactly. <laughs> like, you channel your inner Samuel yeah. L. Jackson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and yeah. be like, this ugly motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's okay. He's like, this is the one time it's okay. Yeah, you, to don't, do you don't have to. He's not, he can't hear you. He, you are not going to hurt his feelings. <laughs> to be fair, even calling that to his face probably is not going to hurt his feelings. That's what I, yeah, it's going to be okay. <laughs> She's very sweet of her to do. But. So later on, Teal comes in and tells them that they've arrived at the planet. They leave the memory device on minimum so Sam can work through the memories yeah. as they go. <laughs> Jack hands out guns. Martouf's like, uh, no one would be sent down with their guns. So? <laughs> like, he's like, no one's gonna trust you if they see you have a gun. Basically, okay. Jack's and... not interested in keeping things covert. No! <laughs> he's like, I'm not going down there unarmed. Like, I'll hide the gun, but I'm not going down there without a gun. Yeah. So as, and as they have this, uh, they also have this nice little communication device that should keep in contact with Teal'c as long as he's in orbit. So um, Martouf then makes them feel super confident about free falling to the planet of <laughs> coffins, guys. That's pretty much what they're doing. Even, but I guess it is hell. How else would you get there? Even Teal'c's like, like, it's not going to be smooth sailing. I like, wonder, it's going to be shitty. I wonder, I wonder how the writers came up with this. It's like, well, they're going to hell. How do you get to hell? Well, you get to hell, you have to die. Yeah. So coffins. So co- what else? What is the worst thing you can think of? Let's just free fall. Yeah. Like, let's just shoot coffins at a planet. Basically. Yeah, basically. And no, just do it. No one can, you can't prepare yourself for that shit. Just, just go. go. You just go. Before you can, like, there's no way you'd even get me to set foot in that escape pod. Yeah. Unless the place is literally fire burning and yeah. I'm going to die if I don't get in there. <laughs> No way. Uh, it's one of those, on the count of three, I'm pushing you in. One, two, push. Yeah. <laughs> so they go screaming through the atmosphere, red hot fireballs like a yeah. meteor. Uh, Teal loses contact, which shouldn't worry him. It's it's EM interference. Like, sure. When the long live the space shuttle, like when that went through the atmosphere, you had no EM signals. Yes. Like, Teal is fine. Yeah, you're going to be okay. Um, but Jack and everyone lands God, safely. Can you imagine... I get freaked out if I step out of the house without my cell phone. <laughs> Imagine you're like, okay, guys, we're in the middle of space and uh, not going to hear from you for a while. Well, it's, it's not that long. Okay. Like, when you're going to the atmosphere, <laughs> I think when, like, when Apollo was landing, met this, it was like the seven minutes or something like okay. this. So Gosh, it's not... the longest seven minutes of life. Yes. All right. Sometimes it is. <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's, you know, in the grand scheme of things, not okay. too terribly long. I guess what I'm saying, guys, if you leave your cell phone, in the car or in the house. It's death. It's going to be okay. Yeah. Okay, that's the opposite <laughs> of what I said. Um, they're a little thrown about, but they land safely. Uh, they they meet up, and basically they're what looks in an illustration of Mordor. Like, <laughs> yeah. this is, it's super not friendly, guys. No, no. I, I love Jack's uh, take on it here. I don't know if you're going to get to that, but it's a... Uh, he uses his uh, Wizard of Oz reference. Yeah, yeah. Yep, <laughs> yep. I have that later. Oh, gotcha. We'll see. Uh, but Daniel's lungs are burning, mm. but at least it's a dry heat. <laughs> it's very... By uh, the way, if you live in a place where you have to qualify it with, but it's a dry heat, no. Fuck that. <laughs> no. That just means you're in an oven and you're slowly baking. <laughs> hey, listen. As someone who lives in human heat and has experienced dry heat, I will take a dry heat over a human heat. How about just no heat? <laughs> like, how about just no heat, guys? 114 is still 
114. Yeah. Like, that's just hell anyway. I do love, I do love the, uh, this is the what... Ralph Wiggum style yeah. of Daniel. Of like, my lungs are burning. It's like, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna happen. It's gonna taste like burning for a little while this here. Is, this is why I never wanted to visit my, not that I didn't want to visit my grandparents, I didn't want to visit them in Arizona in the summer. Uh, yeah. I'm all for a dry heat. Get me out of the humidity. As, as. I just don't want to, like, feel like I'm sweating when I'm as sitting As someone still. who burns when they look and think about the sun. <laughs> fair. No. Fair, fair. Fuck that shit. All right. No. Okay. <laughs> tastes like burning. Tastes like burning. <laughs> so Daniel tastes burning, and he finally makes contact, and Jack's basically like you're on hold we'll get back to you and then never gets back to him yeah poor deal so a whole different kind of help yeah (laughs) sam's like being here has helped the memories a bit she remembers a tunnel that could lead them to the only one of the only inhabitable places in old underground colony and you can hear screams in the background (laughs) also guys if you're that warm looks be a little toasty there take off your giant coat yeah why are you wearing your giant coat? You know why? Because they're in that point where where you're so lazy that you would rather just wear it and be hot and complain. You have and take it off and carry. <laughs> I've been there. Jesus. Where you're like, it's so much work to take this off. <laughs> Anyways, there's something up ahead. It's flowing lava. Hey, that's cool. There's flowing that's, lava. It's fun times. In the other direction uh, is, is you know, just about as friendly. It's not the Emerald City. <laughs> yeah. It's basically the bottom floor of the Hotel Heliportia. <laughs> Zing. <laughs> Zing. Zing. Jack says, uh, you know, hello to everyone. And they're not, they're new about these parts. And <laughs> Sam flashes to a really disgusting makeout session Jelinar had with who we learn oh. is Binar. Oh. oh, it's bad. Oh, it's stomach churning. Yeah. Um, and then a masked man comes up and demands to know who they are. He is Neonak, the first prime of Binar, and he banishes them to the surface, which is when Jack pulls a gun. Okay. You waited a real long time, Jack. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Come on, dude. Which causes Binar to come and hit him with a hand device, which causes Sam to pull her weapon and shoot someone, which doesn't stop the someone. I think right. that's that's the Kintac, okay. uh, the Schwarzenegger guy. Gotcha. And the whole team is then stripped of their weapons and forced to kneel, except for Jack, who had the wind knocked out of him. Right. And then Binar appears up, up a couple levels and has them thrown into the pit instead of the high-end hotel plaza they're currently in now. <laughs> Uh, and they're literally thrown in a pit and the door shut and locked. Uh, yeah. And it also smells wonderful. I'm sure. Well, you know, pits of hell. I'm sure that there's flowing lava, lots of heat. That's right, heat. What wonderful smell you've discovered, Chewbacca. Mm, yeah. like, <laughs> That's exactly where we're at. It is. <laughs> they're in the trash compactor on the Death Star. Um, Martuf wants to know why Sam thought Binar would be sympathetic to Jolinar. Well... She's fairly sure he's the one that helped her escape. Doesn't really say why. Yeah, please don't ask me any more than this. But everyone gets the idea. Yeah. Except for somehow Mark Doof. He's like, what? Huh? Listen. And then I just, I just, I really We're not saying she fucked him to get out, but get yourself checked. I just want Jack and, like, the background of me making, like, the hand gesture. like like the the finger in the... The finger in the whole hand gesture. Listen, Martu. All we're saying is you should go to the free clinic. Just make 
sure not weird is happening. You probably have a weird ghoul STD. Yeah, just, you know, get some antibiotics in your system. <laughs> I mean, that eye is pussing oh. shit up. <laughs> Oh, that eye. We'll get to that. Yeah. We'll get to that eye. <laughs> um, and they're like, look, he may not have knowingly helped Jolinar, but Sam's pretty <laughs> confident that's how she escaped. Yeah. <laughs> Listen, I give Jolinar mad props for this. Yeah. Girl did what she had to do this to get where, out of a shit situation. This is where I wrote down Jolinar was badass. Like, yeah. The idea of, like, whatever it takes... Oh, she took it to heart. Exactly. <laughs> Listen, if screwing the other guy is what I need to do to get off this planet, how many times do I have to screw the other guy? Like, yeah, yeah. All right, just uh, close your eyes and think of England. Yep. <laughs> yeah. To be fair, this guy, you know, to be fair, he probably rapes as many women as he needs oh. to. But the, to think that maybe the difference is, is that if she, like, pretended she was into it, he probably got more into it, which probably means that he was, like, a lot more passive, like, afterwards. Let's just, just like, yeah, let's just hope that it was quick. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. It was probably... <laughs> yeah. It didn't take a while. <laughs> um, so, Jacob weekly calls off camera for Sam, and he's not doing well. No. And he hopes he's dreaming when he sees her and assumes that she's crazy for being here once he realizes that no, Sam's actually yeah, here. Yeah, if he had any more energy I think he would have scolded her a little longer. Yeah, basically. <laughs> slap her upside the head. Yeah. Uh, Selmec is dying but Martouf has some Gatorade for him. <laughs> yeah. Or absinthe <laughs> or some or other fun. Yeah, yeah, some other fun little like D&D style potion. Yeah. And something, yeah, my cleric would carry. But yeah. there you go. <laughs> Drink up. You're all healed. Let's Super go fight some monsters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Jack has a chat with Marty again, um, and look, he's like, I'm, you know, he, he's not going to make it if we stay here. If if Selmec's going to live, we have to get him out of here or he's going to die. So in orbit, Tilk sees a beam shoot from the moon to the planet. Okay. That's a ring device beam, which yep. if we can get, if we don't know that now, we gather it later. Right. The planet is like a thriving hub of evil activity, <laughs> and Binar goes to speak and kneels before Sokar, which doesn't have the time to hear the suffering of the damned day. I'm busy playing with a candle. I don't have time to hear the suffering of the damned. The suffering of the damned. There's another song. <laughs> it's on the same. It's it's on the, the same, same album. album. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, but Binar just wants to thank him for returning Jolinar so he can get revenge. And Sokar's like, come again for Big Fudge? I didn't send you jack shit, dude. Uh, instead, go find them and kill them because they're up to no good if they're back. Yeah. Binar's like, but I really wanted to have fun with this new toy and torture and killer. Yeah. Slowly some revenge. Never let me do anything fun. No. What did I just say? Yeah. Go kill them. <laughs> Find and kill. And then Sokar also tells his underling, like, clearly a ship brought them. Go and find that shit and kill that shit as well. Yeah. Get it together. Get get your shit together. Yeah. Get all your shit. Put it in a backpack. Get it together. Here's where we can talk, like, and just get on discussing this out over by oh, yeah. eye. It's like oozing pus. It's the grossest thing I've ever it's seen. It's disgusting. It's it's, it's like disgusting. I just want to like throw hydrogen peroxide at it. It's like, so disgusting. Somebody do something. This How is not have you good. not died of systematic body? I guess your gold is is healing your that body. That gold infection. is exhausted. I know. That gold is like, bro. Just like get some. We're we're in the middle of fire. Burn that shit out. Do something to it. Just, just cauterize yeah, that, that wound. Yeah, that thing, that, that his gold is fighting off infection as fast as that infection is trying to kill that body. Yeah. Ugh. Because that's disgusting. Ugh. 
Gross things. So back in the Sarlacc pit, Jacob passes info that they can send Teal'c to send to the Tok'ra that uh, Sokar's fleet is ten times the size they thought it was. They're about to attack six different system lords at the same time, mm. and he's gonna win. And Yikes. he thinks it's gonna be like in a week and a half from now. Great. Jack tells Teal'c that they found Jacob, and they don't really know how to get out yet, though. But Martouf then speaks to Teal'c, and he's going to pass on the information. As sure. he's doing that, Neonac comes in the pit and calls for Sam to come with him. Jack is super reluctant to let Sam go, right. since she. but she's like, look, if I can close to Binar, I can maybe get figure out the way out. A way to just have nerves of steel there. Sam. I know. She's like, no, no, I'm good. I'm just no, I'm basically going to go look this thing in the eye. And, in the uh, eye, yeah. In the one eye. And Jack and Neonac, meanwhile, eye each other. Yeah. And the, if you don't bring, I'm get, if she doesn't come back in one piece, I will personally rip your head off. Yeah. Basically is what I Jack I love the says. bravado behind that. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Sam uh, is led through the hotel lobby to Binar's suite. It's high-end <laughs> living for a hellboom. Sure, yeah. Neonac leaves the door slightly open. Um, when is a door not a door? What? When is, when is a door jar? not a door? It's when it's a jar. <laughs> Have you not heard that one before? <laughs> no! <laughs> You're welcome, father, for the bad dad joke. How puns. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just going to keep saying that every couple minutes. Uh, it's not going to get any better. Um, Binar offers water, and and but he also admits that he knows there's no symbiote. He knows that it's not Jolinar, because Jolinar would never show her face to him again. Uh, and Binar, uh, Sokar took his eye because of her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know how she escaped, and Binar wants to know why they came. Here's the thing I wonder, too. I thought maybe he lost it in the middle of some kind of battle. That's what I thought. But... If Sokar took it, like, wouldn't it be a cleaner swipe? No, probably not. All right, that's fair. It's, I'm pretty sure Sokar probably didn't do it himself. Listen, a. if your boss is doing something, you sit still. Yeah. You just let it be a clean cut. Yeah. Well, it's it's also just may have been like a stab or something. Or like firebolt that luckily didn't kill Ugh. him or something yeah. like that. That he's um, lucky. It I don't think he was eyeball. worried about it being clean. <laughs> it's fair. Just he probably doesn't just, seem like that kind of guy. No, 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 no. He was like, oh, you died? Oh, too oh, bad. Sucks. I'll get someone else. Yeah. Um, so back in the pit, we can hear what I assume is Sam crying out in pain. Someone's crying out in pain. It I can't tell what like it is. sounds like it could yeah. be Sam. And I, I would say that it is a very Sam-like scream to have randomly put in there if it's not Sam. Um, and Jacob wakes up and he's not happy to hear where Sam went. Right. Um, he's like, binary is Sokar's eye. He's and like, ears. I fell asleep for five seconds. And you guys <laughs> let this shit happen to my little girl? What the hell? Basically. Uh, and Binar's there to ensure there's no uprising and keep this high standards of living up. <laughs> uh, he knows Binar goes to the planet to meet Sokar, but not how. So Binar's figured out that this most likely has to do with Selmak, because he was the last one to come. Mm-hmm. And Sam admits that, you know, she assumed Binar helped Jolinar escape because he loved her. But no, he hates her since she robbed him by of his revenge by dying. Okay. How dare she? <laughs> okay, drama queen. <laughs> yeah, God. <laughs> uh, Sam flashes back to the memory of Jolinar taking Binar's pendant as he slept and mm-hmm. using it as a key to unlock the transport rings in the center of the room, and she took a hand device as well. Uh, and Binar admits that he won't get as much satisfaction from killing Sam, but there'll be some satisfaction. Yeah, okay, well, and good. He, I'm so glad. Yeah. yeah. 
raises his glass to kill her, he's shot from behind, and as he falls, it's revealed that Neonak killed him. But uh, killed Bonar. Yeah. yeah. Done. Right. That's all. So, yeah, yeah, we're all good now, right? Everything's shit. done now. Binar's dead, so we can all go home. Yep, totally. Santa sent back to the pit, and she shares the info on the rings. Um, and once on the planet, Jolinar stole a ship. They hear cheering from above them, and Sam tells them the whole power structure overthrow thing that just happened, mm. and that Neonak didn't say anything to her, just sent her back down to the pit. Yikes! Jack's like. Chance, opportunity, let's roll, Autobots. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, you know, you take the ring to Sokar's palace. Yeah. Don't necessarily have a plan after that, but at least it's not here. Yeah, there's more let's options. Get anywhere but here. And, and the shit's hitting the fan. This is a good time to do exactly. something. Exactly. That's true. Somebody created the diversion for them. And it's one of the, yeah, This is true. You might be going to Sokar's palace, but there's like a shit ton of ships and weapons and shit up there. There's nothing here on hell. Yeah. You know, yeah. <laughs> this is your. This is a dead end. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um,. So, Jacob tells them to, like, leave me here. You're better oh, odds, which yeah. Jack points out that that would be missing the whole point yeah, of the mission. that's why we're here. <laughs> Martuf and Sam come up with the idea that the cargo ship has rings. So, if Teal can maneuver the ship into the right position, theoretically, they can end up on the ship and not the planet. Theoretically, yeah. Jack's like, better odds than we have now. Yeah. Let's well, go. Let's just take whatever we can get. So in orbit, Teal'c is coming under fire from Death Gliders. Tanya calls up to him as he's doing so. The guards come in and like, what are you doing? And I was like, I'm just communicating with my friends. It's a little communication device. Go about your business. No big deal. It's fine. This is just a thing. Uh, and as the guards come closer, Jack, Sam, and Martuf take them all out. I love that. I love that Daniel's like, okay, it's just my turn to just be bait. Okay. okay. Hi, I'm Daniel. I'm here. Come and take me. Oh, God, guys, please do something. Please do something quick. They're coming so fast. Take them out. Take them out. Uh, and they help Jacob up and start to make their way to Binar's ex-Binar's room and the ring <laughs> device. Daniel finally gets a hold of Teal'c informing him of the plan. My favorite part is that Teal'c doesn't inform them that he's under fire and fighting his own battle. He just says, I'll be in position. He's like, yeah, alright, cool. No, yeah. nothing's wrong. What are you talking about? <laughs> no, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> Jack spots the fact that Kintak has seen them and he goes to get reinforcements. Awesome. <laughs> Sounds good. They make That's it what to we need. Yeah. Binar's quarters where his body still is and the key is gone. Jack barricades them in the room. Martu starts to jury rig the ring controls. Yeah, this is the fun part where it's like, he's basically just lockpicking. Uh-huh. Just fancy lockpicking. Yep. The guards start to arrive outside the room. Take all the time you need, Martu, if no rush or anything. Yeah, not a big deal. More anything. guys arrive with a battering <laughs> ram. Yeah. Uh, and Daniel says, uh, tells Tilk that they're almost ready, and Tilk is nowhere near ready. Yeah, I love this. Just Tilk's like, okay. Yeah. Oh, okay. That's <laughs> <laughs> not good, but okay, guys. <laughs> Martuf is just about ready, but Tilk's not responding. If he's not there, Jack's like, he's, he's gonna, he said he right. won't be there, yeah. he'll be there. Outside, Neonak tells the guards to step away. He uses his hand device to blast open the doors. The guards surround the team, take their weapons, I'm going to call them. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Kintak tells them to kneel before Neonak. Neonak tells them to call him Neonak no longer. He will reclaim his real name. Dun, dun, dun. He pulls off his helmet, and he's actually a scarred and metal phantom of the opera wearing <laughs> Apophis. Yeah, well, he's, you know, he's been to other places, he's taken in some culture, yeah. and now he's back to destroy shit. And the episode ends with everyone looking super excited to see their yeah. old friend. Holy crap. Um, here's my question. How did 
Apophis become Neonak? Like, did Sokar bring him back from the dead and he was, like, brainwashed into thinking that he was Neonak? Like, he took away his personality and slowly it was creeping back or something? He, like, Sokar just let Neonak live as his pet. He's like, go do something useful, but you're not going to be a bother to me anymore and I can laugh at you. And then slowly he, like, regained or... Did Apophis, like, half escape from Sokar but couldn't get very far and just took on something else to hide, basically? I think I think he was laying low. It was very Voldemort-y. Okay. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he was just kind of laying low until he felt powerful enough to be like, eh, now I'm in charge. Hiding in the back of someone's head? Exactly. Under That's a pretty much exactly what he did. He hid <laughs> yeah. in the back of, of, of uh, Neonek's head. Yeah, I just thought that was <laughs> an interesting... That is, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. I, you know, I was so just uh, taken aback that Apophis was You was weren't here, actually processing That I was like, thoughts. I don't care about... It. Why? Why are you here? <laughs> Why do you look like the Terminator? <laughs> So term, term Apophis, that's tool for, for Schwarzenegger references He'll today. He'll be back. He is back. Aww. Hell puns. That was bad. <laughs> this is a very badly punny episode. Hell puns. No. Even Kaylee's saying no. That was the saddest, most pitiful bark in the world. Kaylee says no. <laughs> that was that was Kaylee tuning in for hell puns, guys. <laughs> no. Alrighty. Okay, let's wrap it up. I think this is done. Um, okay. We're not, I'm not even going to try to rank this until we see the second part no, of this. No, yeah, I'm not ready to put this in anywhere no. in the rankings. I'm sure it's going to take the place somewhere, but I think it's going to be It's going to determine, gonna, yeah, determine both the sides half. now. The, the next episode, I like how they didn't do Jolinar's Memories Part 2. It is called <laughs> The Devil You Know. <laughs> Again, really <Hope> exciting. <laughs> Really upbeat title. I'm sure it's going to be like rainbows More and hell puns. I just <laughs> yes. Welcome to Hotel California Part Two. <laughs> Will be my AKA. Oh goodness. Alrighty, you can find us on <laughs> Facebook. <laughs> At there's Kaylee's like I'm done with this shit. Okay, <laughs> Facebook at there's no place like Tara. Uh, you can find us on Twitter at Tara Podcast. Give us your own help puns. No, <laughs> send Fine. Us help Please send us help puns on Facebook and Twitter. <laughs> Hashtag help puns. Or you can email us at there's no place like Tara at gmail.com. Oh gosh. Uh, we're gonna make it's gonna be hashtag Tara help puns. <laughs> Hashtag Tara help us. Yep. And we apologize for all, except we don't. Anyways, we will see you next week. Bye, guys. Bye. Help us. Help us. Help us.